the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Bards Fest 2023. Time to stand and time to lead. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it's Friday, February 3rd in the year 2023. If you haven't been following the news, there's only one thing in the news right now. And it's the Bards balloon that's over Montana. I bet you didn't know that I launched that one, did you? Yeah, it's not Chinese. That's that's the Bards Fest balloon. We're getting some advertising. It's got a digital board underneath. They just can't see it yet because it's got it drifted up a little too high. Sorry about that. We'll we'll see what we can do. But we've caught talked to the Pentagon and asked them to please not shoot it down because if you do. We're not going to get our message out. <laughs> I have gone through so much media today, and it's all anybody can talk about. The balloon from China. Like, oh, my goodness. Whatever. Whatever. Here, try this. We need to be more concerned about the idiots that are running this world and the ones that are trying to crash the economy. Patriots, despite the U.S. blowing through the $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's all the more time for you to be proactive. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. It's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text BARDS to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. Think about it. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000. And it's only getting worse. Protect yourself with gold today by texting BARS to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text BARDS to 989898 today. Remember, that's BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 today. Oh, yeah. A little Birch Gold for your savings. Love those people. They're awesome. 989898. And what do you text? B-A-R-D-S. All right, Patriots. So listen, let's use some common sense. We're going to talk about Bards Fest tonight. And part of the reason we need it is because these lunatics are running this asylum. This is going to be a great show tonight. I'm looking forward to it. We're just going to be chilling on the whole idea of bringing God into the ground team. That's us, by the way. All right. So let's just talk about this dumb balloon thing for a minute. And no, if, you know, I've been, <laughs> I'm still trying to get over Alex Jones lost his cookies today. This is, this is going to be how it works, man. 
you're going to be drilling all the sorts of these balloons over here and they're going to be dropping EMPs. And I'm like, Alex, come on, knock it off, please. Please stop. You're giving me a headache. We are in a missile technology time. Apparently, Elon Musk has got a rocket that's going to go to Mars. The Russians have hypersonic missiles. They're so fast that apparently we have nothing to shoot them down. Now, I just want to lay this out. Last week, we were worried about a Russian destroyer off the East Coast that was carrying what? You said it. Hypersonic missiles. This week, we are concerned with a helium air balloon that's been drifting, apparently, over the poles, slowly moving, and is holding stationary in the sky, and we're freaking out about it. All of this, I'm like, okay, what do you do when something big is about ready to drop? Well, in this case, release the balloons because everybody's eyes are going to race to Montana and go, oh, no, please, we're being invaded by the balloon army. The Chinese are in there. They're going to be dropping down in their little rice balls. They're going to rain down firing rice balls on top of us. This is crazy. Oh, by the way, I bet you didn't catch this. Did you know that today they released, I mean, they seriously brought the receipts the investigation, the committee doing the investigation into Hunter Biden's laptop. Did you know today they brought the receipts to establish that part of their investigation was to look at the Biden's family connection to child sex trafficking? I bet you didn't know that, did you? No, because it's not anywhere in the media. Where is it? It's gone. Why? Because it got erased by an air balloon. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I just can't do this. I mean, every time. Every time these people get squeezed, all they have to do is come up with some stupid headline. Oh, yeah, and there was supposedly a massive explosion in Montana. Okay, got it. Apparently the military did its job, but nobody wants to say that. Oh, I'm telling you right now. Of course, Biden continues to babble. And other big news, Project Veritas got locked out of their Twitter account. After their latest bombshell video exposing Pfizer, does anybody act surprised? The Elon Musk, the great Elon Musk. For I shall worship the great Elon Musk because he is the new savior of the Republican Party. And the Patriots is bringing back the freedom of speech again on Twitter. <laughs> no, he's not. He's using Twitter. He is letting all this information out of Twitter because why? Because it helps reestablish stock value. And who are the number one people? They're Wall Street folks that don't want to have too much lefties, and they definitely want, don't want to have too much righties. They just want to have that middle crowd feeling that they're comfortable right in there between their two marshmallows and the meat in the middle of the sandwich. Those marshmallows are going to be roasted, by the way. Yeah, they're there. So that's just placating the masses. And so people go, oh, my goodness, the Twitter files are changing the world. They're letting us know what we already knew, and everybody's talking about how the normies are being exposed, which is actually not entirely true because not one single media outlet ever covered that. So if you're not on Twitter, you don't have a clue what's going on, and if you're not on Telegram, you don't have a clue what's going on. And if you're not on True Social, you don't know what's going on, or if you're on True Social, you probably do know what's going on, but you're all in one big echo chamber, and you're not really learning anything new. So... The big headlines today, Project Veritas got locked out. Chanel Ryan from OAN said that this famous quote, the FBI isn't hunting down public enemy number one. The FBI has become public enemy number one. Oh, 
fantastic. That was some heavy research on that one. Congratulations. Like we're moving at lightning speed here, waking up the masses. And then we discovered today that Joe Biden quietly took out a $250,000 line of credit against his Rehoboth Beach home. Apparently he's broke. Why would he be that way? Because they want to make sure people don't believe that he actually stole a bunch of money with his son, his crackhead son. And then right at the moment when everything's going to be breaking, oh my goodness, it's a Friday. And just like they do really well on the Republican side, especially when Jim Jordan's running, they bring out the receipts. They deliver the receipts. They're showing all the media, all this crime that they've done, the linkages. They've done link maps. It's great. They've done great research. I, I saw it today. Impressive. Crickets. Crickets on the media. Even, and shame on you, Gateway Pundit. Even the Gateway Pundit fell for it. And I like Jim Hoff. But they fell for it. And it's even the headline on Zero Hedge. Because they have so many people deeply programmed over this idea that it's going to be an attack from China. I have no doubt that there's some tensions going on here. But come on, people. Let's ask ourselves the question of what's really happening. And let's like, let's get down to the bigger thing. Oh, by the way, there was 368 arrested and 131 rescued in a child sex trafficking operation in California. Did you know that? Huh. <laughs> but nope, we're worried about a balloon. It's, it's the nuclear balloon. It's the one that's going to kill us all. So let's uh, put it all in perspective because... This is why we need a Bards Fest. And yes, for those of you that weren't on last night's show, it was it was there. And so I will go over the story because Bards Fest 2023 is in motion. Planning has begun and we are moving fast. And there's going to be at least two Bards Fest 2023s. So buckle up. I don't have farm dates yet. And I don't have firm locations, but they're getting from where we were last night to where I am tonight. I could tell you we'll probably have firmed up dates and firmed up locations in about three weeks. We're moving that fast. And an amazing thing I'm going to tell you about that I worked out on the Founders Bible, which is all tied to Bards Fest. So let's dig in. Oh, wait a minute. I need to just give my mind a reprieve. Just make sure you're stocking up on food with these insane psychopaths. Patriots, there's no denying anymore our most trusted institutions are collapsing before our eyes. It's up to you and me to act now to protect ourselves. No one will do it for us. That's why I urge you to invest in emergency food before it's too late. Right now, if you go to MyPatriotSupply.com, you can save a ton on their three-month emergency food kit. This is at a new lower price that you're going to want to see. You can trust My Patriot Supply. I do. Their three-month emergency food kit comes packed with great tasting, and I mean great tasting, breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. It averages over 2,000 calories per day, and that's going to be critical as food becomes more scarce. Get at least one kit for each person in your family. Listen, there's not much time. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and save $200 on your three-month emergency food kits. While you can, these kits are in stock and they ship fast and free. Plus, they arrive in unmarked boxes, so nobody knows you've ordered food. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com while you can. MyPatriotSupply.com. This is one of the best decisions you can make. It definitely is. All right, Patriots, so here's the deal. 
I do have rumor that there was a Bard's mobilization of people moving up to try to shoot that damn thing down. <laughs> that balloon. I can imagine. Can you imagine there'd be Bard's people out there. You'd have long-range shooters. You'd have people with flamethrowers, Molotov cocktails. And at the same time, it'd be a bunch of Bibles and people would be laughing and grilling on the other side. And it would it'd be a party. It'd be all right. I wouldn't mind it at all. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Bards Fest. And you know that I've said there's not going to be a Bards Fest this year because the focus was really after I came through this year. I started after Bards Fest 2021. Um, it was pretty clear. I mean, God put on my heart that we really needed to focus in 2022 on our homes and keeping close to our homes and getting our homes taken care of. And that was all based on the seven pillars of county by county. Now, by the way, the Bards newsletter, weekly newsletter kicked off. We did our first one a while ago, but now we're on a, ro a roll. Today, in the newsletter was sent out today. It's an email. So if you're not signed up or didn't get it, just go to the site and sign up. That's bardsfm.com. Go over there and sign up for the newsletter. And we'll get the newsletter published on the blog too so people can see it. And that'll be done by the end of the weekend. Lots of things happening on the website. Lots of things going on in the next couple of weeks. So lots of updates to come. So I, and I finish up 2021 and literally exhausted from Bart's Fest. Amazing time. And God places on my heart that's like no Bart's Fest this year. So no problem. We focused on what we focused on. And we did an amazing job. Thousands of gardens were started over the 2022. People started home churches. People started getting more focused on their right work, which would be jobs not associated with the corporate nightmare. Homeschooling initiatives happening. And, we, and with this, we've started to see that grow massively within Bards Nation. And just amazing because the thing is that we haven't needed a 501c3 to do this. This is all just grassroots people doing the right thing as we talk about the ideas that God brings on our hearts and people listening to God and moving out. And that's what's awesome. So it makes this movement so incredible. And by the way, it, Bard's Nation is unique. If you haven't, and I, I'm not saying we're the only ones because there's some good stuff out here, but Bard's Nation is in that group of the good stuff because people do things here. We don't just sit around and dream about somebody saving us or something. All right, so we come to the kind of the turn into 2022. I get past the summer and becomes pretty clear that God wants me to take a trip. So I take the six weeks trip, but six week trip, which I've told you about. I talked a lot about that. The trip across the country, the Paul Revere ride for Jesus. And I carried with me twenty two by or twelve Bibles, which I delivered. Some people I knew, some people I didn't, had an amazing time doing that. And every encounter was special. Also went to the Resistance Chicks rally up in Plymouth Rock, which was awesome. Ended up coming back, Last second to last stop was the president of the Navajo Nation, vice president of the Navajo Nation, another great, great connection, which we're really going to, I'm going to really work on this year. I was just in touch with him before Christmas, and unfortunately they weren't able to get a video in for us for the Christmas special, but we're in communication, so I'm going to make an effort to really get them involved in Bards Fest this year. So, my last stop, of course, was Yuba City with Pastor Dave Bryan and just an amazing connection he and I had. Same vision. He's been building out a model of an ecclesia for his church. Great people, unbelievable outreach, deliverance work, 
growing food, creating a center of gravity for the community, doing schooling, a, a separate K through 12 school, plus a huge massive support system for, uh, for homeschoolers. They've got a professional t- television studio. They have a professional recording studio and they have a podcasting studio they're building right now. All these things there, plus a 900 person conference hall that they've built and they've got a regular smaller worship space. It's amazing. And it's just a great fit. And pastor Dave and I have connected deeply. I've managed, I've come down twice now to, and I had the opportunity of, of pastoring at his satellite church twice now. So it's a really great connection. And he came to me and said, look, we'd like to have a Bards Fest here. And I said at the time, like, yeah, I don't know about a Bards Fest. I think we're going to do a podcasting thing. Now that leads to where God kind of left me near the end of the year. Cause I was on the, one of my travels around, I've shared this story before. I'll go into it again briefly. And God says, you know, we get into this discussion about child sex trafficking. We've spent a lot of time on a forgiving, loving heart. And we get into that Balenciaga garbage. And I just took it to God. I said, listen, Father, I said, this is not easy. You're asking us to have a loving and forgiving heart. And we're dealing with these Balenciaga creeps that deserve a millstone. And it doesn't sell well. And he says, okay, who's your enemy? And it was at that time I realized that we really didn't have a focus. And as we went through that discussion, we can't map out specifically our enemy. I know someone's going to start telling me like right away. It's like, oh, I know my enemy is good. But as a general whole, we don't have a comprehensive picture. And I will tell you this. I've been talking to a lot of people working private intel and no one has taken the time to map out a county-by-county county map of the dirt bags, And that also means we have a need to have a way to communicate county-by-county. County. We also don't have a good message system set up where we can talk and relay that message at a county level and focus on county politics and issues. And that's where God really left to me. It's like you need to expand. You need to build the map. You need to expand the way to communicate. And you need to trust in me for justice. And you need to perfect the loving and and forgiving heart in the process. And I'm like, got it. So that's where my pivot was. And walking into this year, in the beginning of January, as you all know, I've said we were going to set up, and we are. So that's not stopped. We're going to be pushing to get 500 local-focused podcasters, county-level podcasters. And we're going to back that up over the year with at least, and this is a minimum, by the way, at least 500 information and research cells that will back that up, that will be able to dig into the local criminality, hopefully compose those with Leo and veteran, former Leo and veteran law enforcement and veteran folks that have that experience and to expand out that knowledge of what's really going on in our counties. So that's, that goal remains and we're moving on that direction. In fact, that map for registering our podcasts is made we're starting to get things ready, and we're going to start ready to start registering podcasts once we get people trained. So it's all in place. But Bards Fest, someone asked me recently, it's like, when are we going to have a Bards Fest? And I said, well, no, we're not going to do it in 2023. We'll do a big one in 2024. <laughs> that was my idea, apparently. Because last night, as I was talking to Lieutenant Colonel retired Pete Chambers, who was on our show about 10 days ago, he's going to come back on again this week. 
And we were talking about unconventional warfare. We were talking about some of the stuff we did in Afghanistan. We were talking about emerging threats here in the United States. And he was sharing with me a, a group that was in Florida that was doing sustainable gardening at a community level that's been working quietly like Bard's Nation. And he's going down to work with them for a little bit. And we were talking about what was really going on inside the military. And as we got into this conversation about food and food shortages, and we got into this idea of creating distributed food network systems so that it is resilient and can't be controlled by the evil cabal. I literally, literally like God tapped me on the shoulder and not exaggerating. And he's like, you're going to do a Bards Fest. Like, okay, been here before. <laughs> been exactly here two years ago, almost to the day where I said no Bards Fest. And God says, yes, you are. I'm like, okay, we're having a Bards Fest. <laughs> so guess what, Patriots? We're having a Bards Fest. And we're, it's going to be Bards Fest 2023. So I've already been talking to folks on locations, and we're starting to get those isolated. We're going to have a West Coast location, and we're going to have tentatively, and we're kind of looking towards Texas and Central Area for the second location and possibly a third. Um, definitely focused on the first two. And they're going to be a month apart, roughly. And we'll get all those dates and times. So I, people are going to be asking. I'm just telling you, all of this is in motion. I have to get things secured. But the dates and times will be set soon. And I say soon. We're going to try to get those done by the end of February, perhaps as early as or perhaps later by the latest of mid-March. That's kind of the goal. And I think we're on track to do that considering how much progress was made today. What is going to make this different is that the first Bards Fest was a festival in, a, in the center part of our nation, actually right in the center of our nation, which was St. Louis. It's a very memorable event. It was a festival where God brought us together. And he brought us together, and we learned a lot about coming together. We learned about a lot about who we were. So essentially, it was a festival for us organized by a few, brought all the people together. And we had over 40 states represented, which was amazing. We had an incredible time. It was a great facility. Dan, who was the owner, one of the owners of that facility, was amazing as a host, and it was a, an amazing experience. No complaints on any of it. There's a few challenges, if you remember. We had Media Matters go after me, accuse me of being a QAnon militia leader which is where the concept of warlord was born because I got really mad at, at QAnon, at the Media Matters folks, David Barak, that pedophile, creep, communist, whore. Anyway, I, and by the way, it, <laughs> I guess I do have a little bit of love for David Barak. One, uh, one of my comments was that if you're going to call me a Militia leader, you've missed it because I'm actually a warlord. And that's where that all got started. So for those of you that are new to the chat and always going like, how come you're calling him a warlord? I've had people go like, I can't call him that. Look, like, don't. It was a joke to begin with. My goodness. Don't get your panties in a wad. All right. So we continue on. And where we go with this is we ended up about four or five weeks out. They deplatformed our money our money system, our fundraising. And really there was a lot of 
honest conversation I was having with God in prayer, and it really became very clear that I had also set up something too big. And so we consolidated down into what we call the drive-in in St. Louis, which was an awesome place. That's where that everything was settled in at. We got deplatformed. The the web guy I have is awesome. He built a ticket system within two days. We got that up and running and turned it into donations and father just poured it in. And I'm going to tell you to this day, I don't even, I can't understand that math. It's brilliant. It's God's math because all the bills were covered and it was a really expensive event. Very happy to do it. Okay. But all the bills ended up being covered. It was people just pouring out their hearts for something we knew we needed as a nation. I'm grateful for every single one of you who was participant in any way in that. That doesn't limit. And whether you were there or not there, just the idea we had so many people common in prayer, everybody gave in their own way, and it was really beautiful. And so we had a massive success. We had four days. First two days were a little bumpy. Last two days knocked it. It started really that Friday night when Mike Lindell came, and then from there forward to Sunday, we just it just blew it out of the park. So you remember two important moments in Bard's Fest. Arts Fest 1. And I said then it would be an annual program. It's not, it didn't become annual, but it's going to be, this is going to be the second Bards Fest. So these are not going to be like one and forget. So you remember Mike Lindell gave his talk and at the end of his speech, he had a rainbow that broke out in the sky in a clear blue sky with a few scattered clouds, a rainbow right over the stage where he was at. Now, I just don't want to make mention, I'm going to be honest, I can't remember his name, and I really, for, um, I apologize for this, but the man that took that picture, and that picture is epic, he went back home, and I believe he was in Massachusetts, I could be wrong, he might have been in New Jersey, and just so you know, he became sick, as a number of people did at the end of Bards Fest. I have no idea what they did. I don't know what they cranked up the 5G or whether they sprayed us with something. But it was very suspect because there was only certain people that got sick. But he went back home. Unfortunately, a decision was made to put him in the hospital, and they couldn't get him out, and he died about three weeks later. So I'd rest his soul because he did a beautiful service of taking a beautiful photo, which we'll make sure and recognize that's David Marco. Okay, thank you. That was David DeMarco. Okay. So we'll just keep David DeMarco and his family in our prayers. We're going to have to do something to recognize his great effort, which is very nice. So that said, we then went through the weekend. It was kind of the pivot for the weekend. And as you recall my story, I woke up Saturday morning with the prayer team, which we had an incredible prayer team on the ground every single day, walking the space, praying, doing great work. And they texted me on Saturday morning and they said, you have to repent. And I was like, I have no idea how this is going to happen. The schedule's made for two days. Long story short, we end up doing just that. We kicked off Saturday morning with a massive repentance and everybody joined in. Well, everybody except for two dudes that were sitting in the middle on, on lawn chairs. <laughs> I don't know who they are, but I'm going to tell you, I can guarantee you God knows who they are. So if you did that, if you're one of those guys that's and you're listening still and you were sitting on the lawn chair thinking you're cool, I would really encourage you to get on your knees and ask forgiveness for being such an idiot. But anyway, that said, we had like 300 people 
on our knees and praying. It was awesome. And we moved right on through that. We did that a number of times through the day. And then and we and started Sunday morning with the same thing. We did a prayer circle, kicked it off the same way. I was really nervous that nobody, nobody was going to show up Sunday morning. Couldn't believe it. We had like two or 300 people show up. So that, that was awesome. Tony Woods gave the sermon that morning on Sunday. And then we, we closed Bards Fest. We had Brian Kahenick playing, and Jill was closing out with one of the songs. And I was doing a final talk, just thanking people and kind of doing close-up remarks. And I, I was so tired at that point in time. I literally was praying to Father before I got on stage. I said, just help me get through this. I was so tired. I had no energy been a long series of months. I was at that point in time leading up to Bards Fest, I had spent about 15 to 16 hours a day at a desk getting everything organized and running the podcasts. So as I'm finishing up my final words, I hear a gasp out of the audience and I'm just kind of, I'm telling myself, stay focused, get through what you have to say and then look. And as I'm noticing, it's like everybody's eyes have gone up, including stagehands including the Dan who had the facility. Everybody is looking up. And so I finished, we finished out, Jill finished out. I finished out my final comments and I look up and right above the stage was a rainbow that broke out in a clear blue sky. It was unbelievable. It was truly like you felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. It was right there. Patriots, that set the stage for what came in the next year and really where we are now. And I, I want to highlight that because every person that I've talked to that has gone on to do podcasting or events or things in their life, they all pivot back to that moment at Bards Fest. And so much was accomplished through prayer in that festival. We came together as people. We had an amazing experience. Ferris wheel was cool. This ice rink was cool. The day, kids' day camp was cool. The bouncy house, the whole huge, that wasn't like a bouncy house. That was like a bouncy, I don't know what you call that thing. That was huge. thing was like, you know, it, it, was, it took you like 20 minutes to get through it, it seemed. It just was awesome. And we had so many amazing experiences there as that first Mars Fest. And it is a benchmark and something that, you know, everybody was there and everybody was participant in one way or another will always have in your heart. Now we've got to step up and do something greater. Arts Fest 2023 is not a festival for us. It's a festival by us. And that's the shift. Because now we are working as who we are. We are working as members in the body of Christ. So Bards Fest 2023 is not going to be bringing in all the speakers from all over and so we can sit and listen to them speak. Bards Fest 2023 is about Bards Nation becoming the voice of God in many different forms. We're going to be setting up, and this is as it sits, and we're opening up for conversation. We're taking, we're, you know, we're taking your ideas, and we'll talk about that in a minute because this is part of us coming together. We're going to need to hear your ideas. But this is an idea where we want people, we've had so much talent evolve through this in the last couple of years. We've got people that have, have shown their talents. We have, a, we have musicians. We have people that are leather workers. We have people that are 
doing, they're, you know, they're great at canning, great at baking, great at, at gardening, great at metal fab. We have all sorts of talents. And this is the point is this is part of coming together now to share these experiences. We're going to have some speakers. There's no question about it. And we will have, there will be other layers of this too. We're going to have some people that will be talking about deliverance and we're going to have people talking about healing, spiritual healing. We're going to have people talking about the whole aspect of living truly in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to have some amazing testimonies. We're going to create an environment this time as God's leading here. We need to create an environment where our voices are the ones that are inspiring others, strengthening one another. Iron sharpens iron. And with that, inspiring others to pursue their gifts and talents and others to raise up to be stronger in the body of Christ. And for those that are seeking Jesus and you want to come in, this is going to be, there's something that I really feel strongly about is if I, I don't like the drive-by dunk tank, I accept Jesus stuff, but for those that want to accept Christ, that will be available to be baptized and to do that. And in the process, this is where we have to work to develop a community connection so that no matter where they are, they are tied to a community to help them continue to grow in their pursuit of Jesus. That has to happen. Food-wise, food's going to be done by us. And we'll figure all that out, but we want to make sure that main meals, especially dinner, we are sharing together. We want to be breaking bread, having conversations with one another. We want to build that experience and enjoy that time. I One of the things I'm pushing for is to have areas where the majority of the stay is camping. So we're going to have, and no matter where we are, there will be hotels within driving distance. Driving distance could be as much as an hour, depending on where we are or depending on what hotel you choose. Um, we are going to have a, we'll have airports nearby. Airports may not be right there. They might be an hour away, but they'll be within proximity of a major airport. But we're not going to hub like we did under St. Louis. St. Louis was was beautiful for what it was, but that was centered on a inner city type event venue. People could fly into St. Louis get an Uber or whatever, get your hotel, and then come over. That's not We're not doing it this way this time. This is more geared towards the post-tried-to-kill-our-pilots-with-a-bioweapon era and going back to a more traditional way of American travel, which is by vehicle, to assemble and to ultimately come together and break bread. So there's going to be a need for a lot of planning and a lot of thought put into this as we go forward. We're going to need volunteers. We're going to need lots of ways for people to come together and work together regionally. One of the things I have done already, I reached out to John MSN Liars. You know him on, on chat as that. Oh, look, he's here tonight. Hey, John. And... um. So if you have ideas and your thoughts about Bards Fest, I want you to email him. Now, I'm going to ask you a favor because we've been getting emails today, and I appreciate your passion and your stories. But John's going to have to go through every single one of these and sort these out to kind of collect the ideas, okay? So what I'm really asking you to do is you email him, and you can reach him at john, J-O-H-N, at bardsfm.com. 
J-O-H-N at bardsfm.com. What we really want to see is in the subject line of the email, just put BardsFest 2023. And then be very succinct in what you're offering. Okay, you have to focus because we these, there's a lot coming in already. You need to put like kind of like what's your idea for Bards Fest, and then what's the purpose or goal of that idea, and then any ideas you have on organizing. But basically, bullet point. Don't use paragraphs. Use bullets. Keep your each bullet down to no more than two sentences. Focus your ideas, and then send those in so we can sort those through those easily because these are all going to go into a spreadsheet. We're going to start sorting them, and then I have to sit with the organizers of the event spaces and say, this is what our wish list is, and they can say, we can accommodate, say, 85 or 90% of it, or maybe all of it, but we have to be able to present that out. And I have one of those calls in February scheduled already. So the sooner we can bring this in, the better. Now, I've, I'm, we're going to make this a, a donation-based event. There are expenses to these events. They do get very expensive for a lot of reasons because you have event space, you have security, you have, we're going to have porta-potties to rent. We have, we're going to showers to rent. We're probably going to have to rent mobile kitchens. There's just a lot of pieces that move in this. Okay. So this is what I'm going to pitch out tonight to let you stew on this over the weekend, or hopefully let this grow and prosper. I've been talking to Pastor Brad Cummings, and they're coming up on a reprint of the Founder's Bible. So I asked him today if we could get a special print run done on the Founder's Bible that would be have an insert at the beginning of the Bible that would talk about the origins and significance of Bards Fest. If it could have, we could talk about Bards of War, Bards FM, and the Black black robe regiment if we could put all that up front in a special insert for a special edition just for bards fest and so the answer is yes we could so there's a minimum run for something to do something like that it's not a small run but it kills two birds with one stone so that's a 10,000 unit run okay 10,000 unit run so this is where we're going to I'm going to work on this over the weekend and I'm going to push hard because I think this is a really awesome thing. This would be a limited edition Bards Fest only, Bards Nation only, let's put it like that. Bards Nation dedicated only version of the Founders Bible. And so what I'm framing out right now is basically that the the donation cost to do that would be $100. And that would give $60 for the cost of the Bible and $40 would go to the donation for the event. And so I'm, I'm working with that idea. You're, the event is going to be donation driven, but that is going to be one of the feature ways to donate so that we can raise the money to get those Bibles printed and have them hopefully ready by Bards Fest. But that way we have, we're doing two things. One, we're, we're acquiring an amazing Bible, NASB 1995 edition with the Founder's Bible and a special insert that we'll, Brad and I are going to put together, which is, by the way, a prelude to the book that Brad and I are working on called Bards of War. And that will go inside the front at the very beginning of the Bible. And it could be four or 12 pages, something like that range. Same size and, and script, and it'll be professionally done with all the graphics. The same people that did the graphics in the Bible would do this. 
And so that would be, you know, kind of my idea. If I was, if I was me, for example, and someone's, and I, we've had this, so some people donate a chunk of money and they say, okay, I don't want anything. I just want to donate. No matter what the donation is, I'm going to hold to that place where we do a 40, 60 split with the founder's Bible. And the reason is, is then we, even if we end up with extra Bibles, that means we have more Bibles to give to people. So you're really the donation of a hundred dollars ends up being an amazing way to hit two things at once, be a contributor to help support board Bards or the Bards Fest. And at the same time, mobilize to get Bibles, the best Bible around into people's hands. So I, I think this is a way we do this and it's going to require your help. I'm going to be honest. We can't accomplish this alone. Right? Hannah is an amazing assistant and she does amazing things and, and um, behind the scenes and she's obviously tracking on all of this, but we're going to need everybody's hands on deck to make this happen because we also have to hit some time windows, especially with fundraising on certain levels of pre-sales on these Bibles. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a lot of work. But we did amazing things in Bard's Fest, number one. Incredible. And we went against all odds and accomplished something that only could happen because we put our faith in God. This round, Bard's Fest 2023, in what is effectively an epic year. A year when our enemy has now been exposed a year when our enemy is still trying to make us believe that they have power when in fact they've been snipped and tucked themselves. A year when artificial intelligence is now taking a front stage and they are trying, they're very hard. Um, to make us believe that our new God is going to be their two tin hat piece of garbage, poorly programmed algorithmic nightmare. We're, we're really in a phase right now where we have to make our presence, and I believe this truly, our presence is God is calling us to the line. So let me f- close tonight's show with this story because it's pretty amazing. I mean, th- first of all, just to recognize how much traction was made since last night and God did the tap on my shoulder. We went from concept to about 100 miles an hour in 12 hours, 15 hours, because that was an, I had an hour call with one location, another call with another location, and a third location popped up by the end of the day. All of that happened through the day and this arrangement with Brad and the Bible. All that happened today. That's not bad. That's God working right there. And, by, and also, so I say it, We've already had an interest from one of our great followers in Chile and a number of other follower in the UK to have satellite Bards Fest, which we will support any way we can. And that means guidance and what we can with limited resources we have, as well as me, I will gladly call into those on a Zoom conference. So this is really moving. And I'd love to see little Bards Fest crop up, even if they're in the backyard and people having a barbecue and proclaiming it that that's cool. But we want to see them in Canada, UK, Japan, Australia, Chile, China. That'd be good. China. Stick your big middle finger on that one. Mao Zedong. Anyway, so I finished the, um, oh, Brazil too. That's a good one. Yeah, Brazil. 
Philippines. Yeah, see, we're all over. We're in 120 countries. There should be like 120 Bards Fest as far as I'm concerned, but we'll, we'll get there. All right, so here's the deal. I finished last night with the show, and, and I, I walk into Bards, you know, Fishers last night. If you listen to the show, I listen to it myself. I'm like, dude, I'm listening, talking to myself. I'm like, man, dude, you're like kind of all over the board. And I it, it was a show just kind of evolving. I was just literally talking in flow with Father as he's kind of laying stuff on my heart, and I'm like, okay, this sounds good, and we're kind of going through it. I finish that show. We finish out. Music ends. I end the end the uh, start moving the track over to just get it ready to post. And bam, my text explodes, and it's Jamie uh, from Banners for Freedom, and he's like, "I got to talk to you." He's got all this stuff. He's like, "God put on my heart." That we need to, we need to do these festivals of revival around the nation, and we're getting an RV and we're going to be driving. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And then I find out today from Michelle at Resistance Chicks who calls me and she's like, I cannot believe this. She goes, we did our event in Plymouth and we took this was our their seventh year for doing their podcast. And she says, I wake up in the morning. This was yesterday, and she says, God says to me, you're only going to get four months, not a year. And she says, by the end of the day. We have a one festival going on up in the Midwest. Jamie hits us up about his festival, about doing a revivals, and then you tell us Bards Fest is on. She said, apparently, God's on the move. And God is on the move, patriots. I'm telling you. So when we look at all this crazy going on, this needs to be so inspiring. Because what is what God is really doing is really bringing his people now, in my opinion, into the line, into the light to really like, here's my army, get ready. This is a Gideon type moment. And we're going to, it's going to be there. We're going to be doing shofars too, by the way. Don't worry about that. By the way, Dave Bryant blows a wicked shofar. Really awesome. Pastor Dave Bryant. So anyway, we are literally now being called in my opinion, this, and what's even more amazing. What was the theme of this year's Christmas special answering the call? It's all there. So time for us to answer the call. So like I said, when God tapped me on the heart last night, I was like, yep, game on. Let's go. If that's what you hadn't taken us to, Father, then it will turn out perfect. It will be great. This is the army coming into the fight. And I don't care about FEMA, and I don't care about the aliens coming across the border, and I don't care about the Bard's balloon that's flying over. Well, I do care about that. That's kind of cool, the Bard's balloon. We need to get a Bard's balloon for these events just to do it like a big white balloon with a digital sign underneath. <laughs> and now I'm informed that apparently we're getting Bard's bobbleheads. Okay, whatever. This is going to be something. So this is going to be something, and it's going to be epic like it always is. And every year that we do this, it will be, get, it'll be its own epic. We're not trying to up the other year. It's just every year it morphs into something deeper and more profound for each of us. And that's really what this is about. And it's setting the stage for us as we go forward here in a very critical moment because we are literally watching a bifurcation happen in our world. And that is the group that's going to follow AI and transhumanism. They are going to go their way. It doesn't mean they're leaving the world, but they're going to sequester themselves into a different type of world. And we are literally going back to go forward. This is a lot of where Bards Fest is going to be significant and profound. 
I'm going to talk a lot about that principle on Monday night show, just so you know. Andrew Torba, I, I respect immensely, put out a piece today on AI. If you get a chance to go read his blog, very interesting. Um, but if you want to look, and believe me when I say I respect Andrew Torba from Gab, so be very clear what I'm saying, but where he, if I, he and I were standing next to each other, he would be Peter and I would be Paul. We would be going a different direction to do the same thing, to set up churches. He's called to work in the AI space on behalf of creating a faith Christian-based AI. God bless him. I'm called to get the heck away from AI. In the end, they probably find some peace. But this is where we're going. And I think it's going to be very exciting. Excited about 2023. We're just now in, in the beginning of February. This is going to move fast. So be prepared because as we get closer, there's going to be a lot of ask for help and assistance. We're going to need to push our fundraising model. We need to spread the word. We need to get Founders Bibles into everybody's hands. And we need to rock the world with our Father. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. And Jesus is going to be right there with us, too. Don't worry about that. It's going to be cool. Patriots, let's do a prayer and a significant one to open this up and to bless this process going forward. Jesus, we just thank you for being with us tonight. We want to begin with a prayer, Jesus, for David DeMarco, a man who gave us an image that is, symbolizes so much of the power of Bard's Fest 1. And we pray for him and we pray for his family, knowing that in the end, he did actually pay the ultimate price for whatever hell they tried to bring upon us, which they did not succeed. But we thank him for his eye, and we thank him for the touch of his lens to remind us of just how significant that moment in time was, that the Holy Spirit was present, you were there with us, Jesus, and Father was speaking. And so we pray this night, as we've made a formal announcement of the moving forward for Bards Fest 2023. We pray for your blessing and your guidance. We pray for the resources needed to make this manifest. We pray for the inspired hearts to see a greater way forward here. We pray that this, in this announcement and all that goes forward continues to lift people up, to give them the right strength to lift their eyes up and to see truly what we serve. We pray that this gives, strengthens the armor around everyone as we walk into this festival space to build a stronger armor, more resilient, more bold, more warrior-like. Jesus, we just pray for people to have the courage to step up now and to say, I'm here. Bring me part of this. Send me to be part of this. And we pray for a coming together of, of Bard's family not only just to come together, but to set a benchmark for people to see and witness what it is for people who walk in the body of Christ, to walk within you, Jesus, to literally come together and to demonstrate an example of what it is in kingdom space. Let us, let us see the miracles of the supernatural God. Let us be empowered as we come together and move forward from this to continue that forward ministry as we do. 
let us be reminded of Ephesians 4.12, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ, for let that be our banner moving forward. And Jesus, let us be reminded of these words as we close. 2 Corinthians 4.16 to 5.1. Therefore, we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. For we know that if the earthly tent, which is our house, is torn down, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Jesus, thank you for the sacrifice that you have given to allow us to be here in this day. And Father God, thank you for allowing us to be present in this moment in time, such a significant moment in time where we are truly working in the true form of ministry and saints to build the body of Christ. Protect us and guide us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, it's going to be a great year. We had a crazy month in January. I swear we did a year's worth of work in four weeks, news cycle-wise. Now we're going to do a revival again. Not one, but two, potentially three. Buckle up. We're going to shake the roots of this nation. We're going to cast out the demons. We're going to heal the sick. We're going to raise the dead. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But patriots, he has us here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. 
Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 